0: Are listening to Zero G? This is Triple R. So I am Megan McHugh. I am flying solo today without Rob. Uh, he is taking a well earned break today, so I'll be with you for the next hour. Um, and yeah, shout out to Rob there if you're listening. And I hope everyone is out there staying safe as well. Uh, so what have I got in store? So look, I'm going to be honest with you. I this week I was feeling a little, for lack of a better term, a little oogie. And so I thought, okay, what have I been doing that I can talk about on air? What reviews have I got? What thoughts have I got to share? And the answer is I've been doing a lot of – seeking a lot of comfort watches and I feel like returning to some old faves or faves that I saw in the cinema that I would like to watch again in the comfort of my own home and also obviously been playing a lot of Animal Crossing, which we talked about on the show last week. Uh, which, yes, so that has been taking up a lot of my time and I'm sure you're wondering how my island is going and the answer is it's going great. I'm cross-pollinating flowers, I'm harvesting fruits, I've got islanders moving in. Um, So, yes, all going wonderfully, but that did also leave me with the problem of, well, what am I going to talk about? So I actually think what we might do today is I'm going to play a little bit of music. So we're going to listen to some pieces from my favourite Some of my favourite film scores and film scores and film music is kind of was my entry point into music as well. I think a lot of the CDs I first owned were film soundtracks and things like that. And I've definitely got a big appreciation for good film scoring And there's a couple of key tracks that have kind of always stuck in my mind as great scores. But I wanted to play a a little bit of a mix of new, old. So we're going to listen to quite a bit of music today. Um, And it is a bit sad. I'm missing Rob, of course, looking across the console and seeing an empty chair. Uh, So yes, so we'll listen to some music together and it will be great. I did want to shout out before I pop into our first track that it is April Amnesty for Triple R. So Obviously, there's a lot of uh, far-reaching effects of what's happening at the moment, and one of them is, of course, that Triple R. We do a lot of our sponsorship has dried up because we do rely on sort of you know, if there's no events or gigs happening, then we've got nothing to to put on air. So. Subscribers are a big part of keeping the station going and we appreciate every single subscriber and so you can pop over to our website rrr.org.au and you can donate, you can subscribe, Um, you'll go into the draw to win some amazing prizes if you do subscribe. And I think something that I've always loved about being here at Triple R, and it has given me quite a lot, I've been, I've realized I've been with the station for maybe seven years or so, which is very long, um, very long time, which is amazing. And one thing I really love about it is the sense of community and the people that you meet and just the sense of home that you get, whether it be me coming here to the studio or listening to it on the radio or connecting with other people who love the station as well. And so... I feel like we want to be here for you during this time. and if you are still in the position to please um head along if you're and if you're so inclined, of course, head along, you can subscribe, you can renew, you can donate all kinds of things and it all helps and it it we all we appreciate everything. Um so one year of subscription is a full is $85. You can also passionately subscribe. It's $150. There's concession as well for $40. And of course, you can just make any type of donation amount that you like as well if you'd prefer to do that. So there's also business and band and so on. So all the information is on our website. So head along to rrr.org.au if that all interests you. And so that's my little shout out. So I thought, let's look, let's jump into our first track. I will talk a little bit too. We've got some news around movie delays and a couple of bits and bobs that I've been listening to on the podcast circuit as well that I thought I would recommend. I think it is important to kind of remember that there's a lot of people out there who maybe don't want to be spending money at this time or or seeking out free content. And I personally feel like podcasts, there's so many out there. And you know, I feel like podcasts and radio go hand in hand. It's an appreciation of the spoken word and music and so on. So I feel like I just want to share with you a couple of podcasts that I've been enjoying. So we'll do that, but let's listen to some music first of all. And I think this score was um, one that I really enjoyed and I thought added some great mood to the series. So it's by Dan Roma, and it's music from Maniac, which was a Netflix series that had Emma Stone and Jonah Hill in it. So I've always really liked this music. And the track that we are going to hear today all going well, is going to be Annie. So let's take a listen to that. This is Raymond Feist, the man who started the Rift War. Mm, Will it help if I say I'm sorry? Zero G. It's totally lacking in gravity. Yes. So that was Kids by Kyle Dixon and Michael Stein. So that obviously, I mean, maybe not obviously, (laughs) that was from the score to Stranger Things. Uh, That was kind of, um, really, I think that's that score also made that show. It's so retro. It's so good. Um, yes, so we listened to Kids from Carl Dixon and Michael Stein. And before that, we listened to Annie by Dan Roma, which is, of course, from Maniac, another original Netflix series, originally based on the Norwegian, I believe, series of the same name. We did cover that on the show when it first came out. So I picked those two because I really love that music. I also... As I mentioned before, I'm sort of going back to some of my favourite comfort watches and I like to re-watch things and things that I've enjoyed or things that I – some of my choices are a bit strange. but So Stranger Things, I'm thinking of revisiting Stranger Things Season 3 because as much as I love Stranger Things, I think Season 1 was amazing, Season 2 – dipped off a little bit, if we're, being, if we're being honest. And then season three, I thought, hit it out of the park because it kind of changed the formula and yeah, just did a fantastic job. So yes, I will be talking about each of these scores as well. So be prepared to hear me rabbit on about these things. But yes, so I may rewatch season three, Stranger Things. What else have I been watching? So I also watched... It Chapter 1, again, that's another fave, Stranger Things related because they've all got a very similar vibe around the 80s, Kids on Bikes, Stephen King, Supernatural, all that jazz. So I did rewatch Chapter 1, might rewatch Chapter 2, which I liked but not quite as much. And if you haven't watched the – Rob and I covered on the show a little while ago a series called I Am Not Okay With This, which I highly recommend, and it has an actor from – two actors from IT in it, and that was sort of what prompted me to go and rewatch IT again. It Chapter 1. I will not be rewatching the 1990 miniseries with Tim Curry because that gave me nightmares as a child and probably, I feel like it probably won't hold up either and I'll just be disappointed by how it won't terrify me anymore. Other things, I think I might revisit Spider-Man Far From Home. Haven't seen that since it was in the cinema. I think it would be great. That's the kind of level I'm after. Light, fun, maybe rewatch Spider-Man and in- into the Spider-Verse. That's another great Spider-Man film. If you haven't seen that, I would definitely recommend it. It's from Sony and it's animated and it's outside the canon of the Marvel, the MCU. But it's it's exceptional and it's a lot of fun and it really is quite an original piece of filmmaking. So I recommend Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I'll be checking out Far From Home again. I think Tom Holland's Spider-Man to me is top tier Spider-Man. I don't care what you think. <laughs> some, people, some people still like Tobey Maguire. I'm not about him. I also rewatched Ocean's 8, which was perfect because it is the right level. There are zero stakes pretty much, and it's just them walking around being amazing. I love a good heist film. I do think it is a good heist film, even though you don't really feel like there's anything actually, there's no tension there. But regardless, rewatched that, loved that. And I've been watching a lot of Thirty Rock. I think we covered Brooklyn Nine Nine on the show semi recently, and I may rewatch that again after hearing Rob talk a bit about that. I haven't seen some of the newer seasons, so those are some of the comfort things I've been watching at the risk of newer content, which I've not been checking out, which I really should get onto because there's plenty of good stuff out there across all the different um, all of the different services. Next, I think we might talk a little bit about movies. So obviously a lot of things have been delayed or pushed back and that is including movies that are already completed and that were set to be released in the near future, originally set to be released in the near future. So Disney, I'm just going to focus on Disney for now. I think probably on the show we'll cover a little bit more about how these things have affected the movie industry and dates and different things that may have been affected. But I think it would be great to talk through that with Rob when he's here. So I'm just going to mention this now because it's sort of more recent. But Disney pretty much has made a big change to their release calendar because obviously they had a couple of big titles that they've been really spruking and were getting ready to roll out, such as the two big ticket frontrunners were probably Mulan, the live action remake of Mulan, and Black Widow. So, they've been pushed back. Black Widow, I believe, was probably meant to be out about now or maybe even May. It was an M month, so it might (laughs) have been March or May. And so, now they have been pushed back to July and November. So, Mulan will now come out in July. Black Widow has been pushed back to November. Who knows whether that will still be the case, but for now, that's their new dates. Also, they've been working on the Artemis Fowl reboot? No. No adaptation i suppose i know those are books i'm not very familiar with them unfortunately but they were that was originally meant to debut in cinemas and now they're pushing that straight to the disney plus streaming service so that's an interesting choice i guess they're making a decision on getting content out there versus trying to push back to find dates new dates for things oh look here we go yes so mulan was originally meant to come out in late march black widow was meant to come out in early may so i was right about the end month thing um And, yes, obviously now they've been pushed back. And then a movie called Jungle Cruise, which I know very little about, has been pushed back a whole year to next July. So let's just forget about that for now because that's not going to be in our lives for another 12 months. Uh, I don't think that these will be the only things that are going to be delayed, obviously. There's all different things that were originally meant to come out early next year and now being pushed back to later next year, like Doctor Strange 2. Also, uh, the new Thor, Love and Thunder is going to be now released in Feb of next year. No, Feb of 2022. That is a long time to wait for new YTT content. Well, MCU YTT content. He might have other content. And Black Panther will also come out early 2022 as well. And Captain Marvel 2 is going to be released in July 2022. These are obviously very far away anyway, but every push that gets done now, by films that are meant to be coming out in the next few months will affect things further down the line. So that will affect our new MCU, what are we calling it, new phase, phase, Rob, I wish you were here, you would know, the new phase of Marvel. So that's all been pushed back. So, you know, I think it'll be interesting to see how things look. Um, The French Dispatch, which is Wes Anderson's new film that is now going to be released later this year instead of mid-year, and yeah i'm sure there's a whole range of other other pushbacks so everything is kind of being kind of being delayed here i think bond has been delayed also so look i mean these are these are low on our priority list but it's good just to know about what's happening in the world of film Uh, Now that I have talked about that at length, we'll go and listen to another track. I think what we're going to listen to now is – so this is a film that obviously Rob and I have talked about many times. Um, It was top of my list for last year. I think if you're a regular listener of Zero G or you know me in person at all, you'll know that I'm talking about the film Parasite, South Korean film – by Bong Joon-ho. If you have not seen it, I highly recommend it. It's a fantastic film. It's full of surprises. If you don't know anything about it and you haven't seen it, I would highly recommend just watching it. Um, bit of a warning, though, obviously, there is some uh, violent content, I guess we can say, without giving things away. But, uh, yeah, so I don't want you to go in there completely unawares. So we're going to listen to a little something from The Score to Parasite. This was composed by Jung Jae-il. And this particular track is called The Belt of Faith, and this would be the one that is probably most recognisable Is the one they played when they won all the awards at the Oscars. <laughs> and so we're going to have a little listen to that track now. Hi, I'm George Takei, and I play Admiral Sulu in Star Trek. Welcome aboard the Starship Zero-G. Admiral? Hey, a guy can dream, can't he? <laughs> yes, you are listening to Zero G on Triple R. I'm Miga McHugh. I'm flying the ship solo, sans Rob. He has earned a week off by definitely. So, Rob, I hope you're enjoying your break and not plotting anything too evil, I hope. Um, but then you wouldn't be you, would you? Uh, so that was, of course, the Belt of Faith from Parasite Score by Jung Jae Il. Oh, so good. How good is it? I also – my partner Carl was saying that it's funny that my favourite films of the past couple of years have both strongly featured <laughs> Peaches as a core kind of plot point because obviously Parasite was one of my favourites of last year, if not the favourite. And the previous year, if I'm not mistaken in my timeline, it was Call Me By Your Name, exceptional film. You should definitely check it out. So, and of course, there's the infamous peach scene. I don't need to go into detail about that. Um, so, yes, we did hear that. So today on Zero G, we are just listening to a couple of my favorite pieces of music from film and TV, actually, I suppose, because I did play that piece from Maniac and Stranger Things. What I did, I forgot to mention when I we talked about Black Widow briefly, The Florence Pugh, of course, we know her from Midsommar. The uh, Ari Aster, pulling that out, Ari Aster, horror film. Uh, She was also in Little Women as Amy, but she is, of course, in Black Widow as well. And this is in the trailer, but she plays Natasha Romanoff's sister. And so I love her. I think she's a fantastic actress. She's done a lot of Shakespeare as well. I was looking up her filmography and she's done a lot of, of interesting roles, actually. Anyway, just a shout out. If you are on Instagram, her Instagram is great. She does some – she's funny. She's delightful. She does these kind of at-home cooking kind of videos, I guess, but they're just on stories, and she just – I don't know. She's just a really good vibe, I think. So if you like Florence Pugh or you like Instagram or you like cooking videos, check out her Instagram. I'm pretty sure if you just search for her, you'll be able to find it. We're going to listen to a bit more music in a minute. I did just want to remind you I mentioned at the start of the show, and I'm not going to harp on about it, but obviously it is April Amnesty, so if you uh, need to renew your subscription or you would like to subscribe, you can head along to our website, and all the details are there, rrr.org.au. We do appreciate every every bit helps, every bit counts, um, especially during these times. So, yes, if you're still in the position to give, much appreciated. Now, next we are going to listen to – I did want to talk a bit about some podcast recommendations, but I reckon we might listen to another track first so I can gather myself. We are going to listen to – this is a throwback from
1: a while ago. Uh,
0: I'm going to play something from the movie Amelie, which was my favourite. I mean, this is just – when it came out, I think it became so many people's favourite film. So this score was by Jan Tiersen. I'm not going to try and say the title because it's just going to be offensive <laughs> to everybody out there. But it is, I think, Le Primidi is some kind of season maybe. Compteen. Mm, yeah, look, I'm, all the information for what we play is going to be on the Zero G section of the R website. So you can look for the name of it there if you're so inclined. So I'm going to play a little piece from Amelie from Montmartre and Jan Tiersen's score. For that. You're listening to a Triple R podcast. Discover more podcasts from Triple R exploring science, technology, food, books, social issues, politics, and more. To listen, hit up the Triple R website or your favourite podcast platform. Oh, that was, of course, from Amelie. Uh, that was Jan Tierson's score to, uh, from Amelie. Com- no, I'm not going to say it's in French. Um, I will put all of the tracks up on the Zero G portion of the Triple R website. Oh, how good is it? Did you cry? I cried. I cried a little. That bit, that bit of music always gets me. So I think what we'll do is I will talk a little bit about some podcasts. You are listening to Zero G on Triple R. I'm Megan. Going without Rob today, so we're just listening to some stuff. Apparently, I just talk about things I've been doing. <laughs> um, I do remember, I think I saw Amelie and then the other Jean-Pierre Junet film that I had, the only other one I'd seen was Alien Resurrection. I was like, how this doesn't compute? But it does compute because directors do vastly different films. I remember Luco Guadju the director of Call Me By Your Name. Then I saw Suspiria. Very different films. Um, And I kind of – I dig that. I like when directors mix it up. So, yes, let's talk a bit about podcasts. I – Just wanted to put some recommendations out there if you're looking for new content. I do talk about podcasts a little. I think I did a roundup of some of my favorite podcasts of 2019 at the end of last year. So I didn't want to kind of repeat too much. So I'm sorry if there is a little bit of overlap here, but I tried to keep it fresh. I've tried to keep it to things that are semi-new and so probably I've not mentioned before. So the first one, and I think I have mentioned this before, but it's one of my faves. It's a podcast called, and you can find these anywhere you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, I Use Pocketcasts, Casts, uh, Spotify, you know. So this one is called Reply All. It's from Gimlet Media. It, they talk kind of... Uh, ostensibly they're about technology, social media, online life, things like that. But it actually becomes a bit more, it's sort of about the curiosities of modern life and they solve these little mysteries and they kind of go down these rabbit holes and they do these segments on funny tweets and, you know, how I've certainly realised there's a whole world on Twitter that I know nothing about and don't care to, <laughs> quite frankly. And the, uh, the hosts of it are PJ Vote and Alex Goldman – They have a lot of interesting guests on. They talk a lot about a diverse range of topics, kind of all – yeah, I don't know. It's just – curiosities is the only way I can kind of describe it and I have a short list of my favourite episodes, so I might put those up on the Zero G uh, Facebook page because I definitely – there are some very, very, very strong episodes of this podcast. There's a decent amount of that catalogue for you there. I think they probably have at least 150 episodes – if I'm thinking correctly about what one of the latest podcast episode numbers is. So check that one out. I might break these up so I'm not just talking at you for for a long time. So another podcast, we'll do three now and three in a little bit. So another podcast that I do want to recommend that I've only, only just come out and there's only a couple of episodes of it. See, some of these aren't really genre, but I feel like, you know, he's still interested to share. Uh, it's called Home Cooking and it's hosted by Samin Nosrat and... Harishikesh Hiaway, and so it's basically about home cooking. It's home cooking quarantine. It's very uh, enjoyable, light, but Samin did a series. She has a cookbook called Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat, and she also has a show on Netflix as well by the same name, and she is just a delight. Honestly, the vibe is just so good. She has such a lovely, uh, compelling personality, and I've only listened to a bit of this so far, but I really like it. Uh, I'm saying that wrong, I'm so sorry He also does podcasts, very popular podcast Song Exploder and one called The West Wing Weekly which I think is a good go-to For West Wing fans Uh, So that's another one that Is sort of come out of these times But I think would be a nice one to check out If you're interested in podcasts And a third, let's do a third One now, so another one that I um, And particularly my partner Have been enjoying is one called The Moby Dick Big Read so it's exactly what it sounds like. It is Moby Dick, <laughs> as read chapter by chapter, by different celebrities. Uh, I think with mixed results. But the first chapter is read by Tilda Swinton, so that should get you interested. So yeah, if you've never read the book, you could listen to this. You can listen to it in chunks. Uh, obviously, it's it is a lot. It is a big read. So this could keep you going. It might be something nice to have on in the background or go for a you know socially distant walk outside or whatever. So. Those are some of my podcast recommendations. I think it's good to kind of, you know, spruik some of the free content that you'll be able to get if you're you're wanting to seek out maybe more free stuff um, rather than paid stuff. I've got a couple more recommendations, but I think what we might do is listen to another song before we jump into that. What would I like to listen to next? I think let's have a couple of tracks. I think to start off I might play something from this is also I think in the similar realm to what I just played from the Amelie soundtrack. This is music from the piano. This is by Michael Nyman. This particular piece is called The Heart Asks Pleasure First. Triple R on FM, digital, online, on demand, podcasts and via the app. In the marmalade forest Forest between the make believe Good G'day, I'm Brett McKenzie. I played an In elf from Lord of cottage, the Rings. Cottage. My dad played lives Ellen the King. You're I'll listening to Zero G on 3 Triple R. And I have one thing I'll to say my name is Figwit the Elf. You killed my father. I'll Prepare to die. That was, of course, the wonderful Song for Bob, which was from the film The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford by Andrew Dominic. Beautiful film. So, that music was, of course, composed by Nick Cave and Warren Ellis. Uh, Yes, Song for Bob. Beautiful piece of music. Very moody. Highly recommend that whole score and all of their other work, in fact. So let's quickly run through some of my last few podcast recommendations and then we'll move on to some of our final tracks. So another uh, interesting podcast that I listened to, I I haven't listened to all of it, but I've liked what I've heard so far, is a podcast called We Crashed and it's about the rise and fall of WeWork, which was a co-working space. And it talks a bit about their CEO, Adam Newman. It's a six-part series. Uh, a man called David Brown is the host for that, and it's it's interesting if you're sort of interested in startups and tech and you know the downfall of big companies and how these things can go wrong and so on and so forth. Cautionary Tales is another podcast. It's about human error and catastrophes, different fiascos. Uh, it's hosted by Tim Hartford. So he's an economist and he's done quite a lot of other work. And that one is it has the involvement of um, I'm having a mind blank. Uh, M- Malcolm Gladwell, <laughs> and they have some interesting uh, discussions and dissections. He sort of um, – Tim for Hartford talks a little bit about how these different things happen and how things can go wrong and the brain and all of that. And the last one is one that I've probably mentioned before but is a good one. It's called You Must Remember This. It's a, it's about the – its tagline is it's the forgotten histories of old Hollywood. And the host of that is Karina Longworth. She's actually married to Ryan Johnson, so power couple there. It's a narrative format. It's very engrossing. There's plenty in the back catalogue. She does little themed sort of mini series. And yeah, that's another fantastic podcast to keep you busy. So all of those you can probably find on wherever you get your podcasts. So yes, today on Zero G, we're just listening to some great movie and film TV scores and... We just listened to that – oh, previous to that, sorry, I should have said we uh, listened to The Heart asks Pleasure First from The Piano by Michael Nyman. I think next we're going to listen to – how much have we got left? All right, I think we're going to listen to one of my – a great piece of music. You'll recognise it. This is one of my go-to films that I like to watch if I'm sick or feeling a bit low, which, yes, is a little strange, but this is the main title to The Shining. (laughs) So let's have a listen to that. This is Neil Gaiman in the dangerous alphabet Zero G Comes Last, Zed waits alone and it's not for a thing. This is Zero G. I am Megan McHugh. So that was from the film, if you recognise that, props to you. It was from the film Nocturnal Animals, uh, directed by Tom Ford. That was from the score Abel Abel Korseniovsky. And that track was called Wayward Sisters. That's a great film. It's pretty tough going, but I actually, I really, I thought that was a really exceptional film. So that is from the Nocturnal Animals score. And prior to that, I did play... So I did fade out that The Shining main title theme because I was like, I love this movie and this is a great piece of music, but it's actually not that enjoyable just to listen to. So we did have that before the Wayward Sisters track and we have actually gone and run out of time. I had a Johnny Greenwood track to play. I think I talk too much about podcasts. But uh, thank you very much for listening to Zero G today. Um, Flying the Ship Solo isn't quite the same without Rob. But I hope you've enjoyed some of the music that I played. You can find the list on the Triple R website. We are going to go out with a Bowie track. Up next is Astral Glamour with Joe Brunatic. And I am going to play a Bowie track. It's a bit of a tonal shift. I was going to try and find an instrumental Bowie, but then I thought I'm just going to play a Bowie that I like and that improves my mood because, you know, that's just what we need sometimes. So we're going to go out with Modern Love, it's the 2018 remaster, David Bowie from the album Let's Dance.